Hey everyone, welcome to the Get Real Podcast. We're so excited that you're with us. Each and every week, we're going to open up God's Word. We're going to have some discussion around what it means to live an intentional life. So let's listen in as we try to get real together. Hey everybody, welcome to the Get Real Podcast. My name is Brandon Gendon. I am the senior pastor at Real Life Ministries Texas, and I am here with my good friend and ministry partner, Lori Arnold. Hey y'all. And we uh, have began a new uh, series a couple uh, podcasts ago about fear and fears of uh, in our Christian life and walk and following Jesus. And we had a powerful conversation last time with our uh, friend, Rachel Berrios, and it was just such a great, great yeah. time and um, loved that conversation. Well, today, Lori, we're going to be tackling uh I think something that's a topic I don't know that we spend a lot of time talking about, but it certainly impacts our walk every day as Christians. Um, it can, and that is the fear of death. Um, not to be morbid on our uh, podcast, mm-hmm. but I think it's something that we should look at because yeah. um, in, in our Christian walk, uh, about how do we live our lives as being a disciple of Jesus and and our kind of our attachment to the things of this world and and knowing and understanding, you know, the scriptures that talk about us being uh, resurrected in Christ and, and, and how does this practically, um, live out in a real life, um, circumstances yeah. being a disciple of Jesus. And so as we uh, talked about and thought about, um, this podcast today, the, the verse or the passages that came up that I want to um, bring forward today is something I'm sure everybody that's listening has probably heard in some way or can recite along with me or knows, and that's the 23rd Psalm. And I'm going to read that uh, here at the front of um, the podcast today, and, and we're going to talk about it and what this means and, and for us to live out um, in a place of not being uh, afraid uh-huh. of what the inevitable is, right? Where we are all, unless Jesus returns, Mm-hmm. going to face that day. And I think also as a, as kind of a side note for you that, that are listening is how to help maybe a friend or somebody that is, you know, walking, um, afraid of, of death in this life. Mm-hmm. That can be a powerful witnessing tool, um, because of the hope that we have in Christ and being able mm-hmm. to being able to share that. So I'm going to read the, this verse or this passage you're going to find in Psalm 23. Um, Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me, the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Well, we're going to tackle this, I think today from two different directions. Um, I'm going to talk about a principle that I think we see with the Lord is with us and, and, and kind of the perspective of, of God walking beside us and and Lori, I know you're very passionate about <laughs> in this topic about how does that translate into everyday life yeah. and, and how does a, a fear of death um, 
how should it impact us or, or motivate in some ways um, of how we view the world around us. So I, I want us to start there. Okay. And then I'm going to come back to this, to this Psalm and hopefully bring some, some comfort, bring some encouragement wow. and some reminder for us. So why don't you kind of get us going with the application yeah. of this principle? Well, I'm going to say first that this psalm is so beautiful to me. And every single time that I read it or hear it, whether it be sung or read or whatever, it is just, it's so impactful. And I, I get something different every time, like a different way of comfort. I hear something differently. It's just beautiful. And I love it. Um, so as disciples of Christ, um, when it comes to death, and yeah. thinking about death, something that we are all going to face, like right. unless you, you know, unless Jesus comes back first, like you mentioned earlier. Right. Um, but we should live differently than the world, right? Because we're disciples of Christ. And so, one thing that I've noticed is I have a very different perspective um, than what the world has, um, and and I hear it in music. I heard a song this morning that was talking about the way the way to live and live like you're dying beautiful song i love it i was singing it at the top of my lungs in the I'm car i'm sure it's you a great are. country I'm, song I have no doubt however <laughs> however it was naming these things like that bring pleasure and joy and happiness and you know just these things that you can do and yeah we've got to live every day like it's our last mm-hmm. you know and yes um however what does that look like to you and the world lists all these things that we can go do ride roller coasters and jump off of Building, well, skydiving. I mean, <laughs> not jump well, off of buildings. That'll ensure the death. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little different. That's not the way I'm talking. But anyway, maybe bungee jumping was what my brain was thinking. But um, no, not like that. But yeah, so just doing all of these things that like bring acceleration, things that you just would never, that you normally wouldn't do on just a regular day. Kind of the bucket list. Yeah, Get it all checked off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. However, when I think about death. So my perspective, and I I believe it's the perspective that we should all have as disciples of Christ. My perspective is not what is in the present. What's the current? Like my perspective is an eternal perspective. So I'm thinking about how, how is my life for one, how is it going to impact others? Mm. And also the people around me are going to die as well. Right. I want to tell them about Jesus. I want to show them Jesus. I want to point them to him Mm -hmm. because I care about their salvation. Mm -hmm. I care about eternity because it is real, Mm -hmm. you know, and there is life after death for those who have a relationship with the Lord and are walking with him. And so I, I just, you know, I just think that we have a very different perspective than the world. And it sounds good. Mm-hmm. It sounds good. And it's not all bad, you know, in and of itself, if you're just talking about these fun things to do. However, the focus, once again, as believers, it's on others and not ourselves. Right. Let me phrase what I think you're you're saying in a question. So would your view, your perspective about death, the fear of death would be that the fear that someone around you Mm -hmm. would face death without Christ. That's what your fear is. Yes. The fear is not that you yourself are going to die. It's the fear 
of that others may die without Jesus. Yes, 100%. And I tell you what, almost every time, and I mean, this sounds kind of bad, but every time I think about death, because <laughs> it happens sometimes, like it, it just does. Not in a bad way, not in a morbid way, but every time I do think about it, that's my thought. It's like, I don't want to die yet because I still got to talk to so-and-so about Jesus. I still, they're still not saved. Like right. that's what I'm thinking on. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, I mean, to, to some level, I think any of us, when we think about, you know, just dying, there's, there's, a, there is a bit of kind of a fear of an unknown. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also if it's, you know, we, we've all had loved ones or, you know, that have went through really difficult illnesses or so, I don't think you and I are like, it's not about making light of any right. of that at all. And if, if someone's, you know, listening today and if they're facing a terminal illness or something, um, you know, that's just really hard. I mean, that I, I want to be very empathetic and, mm-hmm. and sympathetic to that. But the perspective is what we're talking yes. about, about the inevitable. Yeah. And I love what, what you're, you're saying about, yes, the world says, to check all these boxes and just live, you know, live like it's your last day. There's, there's some merit to that approach, but what you were saying though, is shifting the focus off of a self-centered kind of self bucket list accomplishment versus looking at and going, gosh, you know, I might give up going on that vacation or that roller coaster or whatever to make sure that this person hears about Jesus or you're, what I'm saying is you're thinking about someone else. Yes. 100%. 100%. Well, I want to I want to go back to the to the um, 23rd Psalm. And I want to talk specifically about uh, about verse 4. Because that's, you know, David writes and and um I've read different commentary and different things on this that many people believe that David wrote this maybe even one of his final psalms. Um that Psalm 23 was written at the end of his life. And that can make sense either way. The uh, it's powerful, yeah. but in verse four he says, "Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil." That that whole part there has this. Even though, like mm-hmm. it's going to happen. Yeah, we're all going to walk through some sort of valley shadow of death. Yeah, and we can say, "Well, that's a trial. That's an illness. That's a difficulty." And those things all certainly apply. But but really, the ultimate valley of the shadow of death is in the middle of that valley. Um, there is such, we're all going to face physical death, yeah. but his response is I will fear no evil. And I really would want to encourage, I think what makes me think about it is it's, it's not just evil in the sense that maybe the world would portray evil. It certainly can, but the evil of this world is the brokenness of this world the sin of this world, the fallenness of this world because of sin is I will not fear that. I will not fear the, the disease or the sin or the brokenness or whatever that it is we're going to face. And here's why it says for you are with me Mm -hmm. is to know that the Lord is with us in it. You know, the last, I'll, I'll tell you the last few weeks I've wrestled with, I have, I I have literally said this out loud, Lord, are you with me? I've just been in one of those seasons where uh, I've felt the logical part of my brain kind of in pieces of like knows the Lord's there, but then there's this part where I just don't feel it. Yeah. And I feel, I have felt a little like kind of the prayers are hitting the ceiling and, 
I'm reading the scripture and you just feel distant. I think yeah. sometimes we go through that. I know the Lord is there, yeah. but there's times you feel him more than others. And even though we face these difficult things, it says the promises you are with me, you're right there. He hasn't went anywhere. That's right. And then he says your rod and your staff. So the, the rod is, is, is for correction, for discipline, but the staff is that he pulls you close, yeah. that he's got you protected. The Lord is with you. And I think the other part that I want to remind everybody is when we think about this, to use the rod and to use the staff, there already has to be proximity. Mm, that's good. I can't use the staff and he can't reach and hook the sheep by the leg and draw the sheep close yeah. if, the, not close if he's him. not close to him. Yeah. Right? And then he says, they comfort me. So the inevitable of us going through the valley, we know it's there that we don't have to be afraid. And why? Because the Lord is there and he's going to take care of whether he needs to give you correction or yeah. protection. Yeah. He's got you. Yeah. So good. And so I think how that plays Lori into now, when you think about this as being a disciple of Jesus, you look at the people around you and you know in that, that, that whatever you're facing or going through, Jesus is with you. He's Absolutely. got you. And so how does maybe that translate into how you interact with people or how you view um, this issue of death um, and, and more so of how you live your life? Yeah. Well, I've mentioned it a lot before, you know, with some of my struggles and thanks for sharing what you're going through, by the way. Yeah. Really yeah. good. Um, but I've mentioned that I have had a hard time sometimes like speaking up when I need to speak up, when I know that I need to or doing the things that are hard and scary that God calls me to do. Um, and every time I read this, I'm telling you, like, I just get so filled up. Like, what a comfort this is to me. Um, what a sweet reminder that I am not doing this. I'm not living this life in my own strength. So that those fears that I have, those insecurities, that um, pride upside down, um, that those things go away when I remember that God is with me because, and that is the reason that I'm doing the things. That is the reason that I'm caring for the people. It's because of him. It's because I want them to be in relationship with him and to experience him as well. Yeah. So it gives me a greater boldness for the Lord and I am more confident in him knowing that he is with me regardless of whether it be something like that, that might seem that might seem like it's easy for some of you. I don't know. And or whether it's something if I'm going through a challenge with sickness in my family or somebody passed away or, you know, just hard times with one of my kids. Um, just what a great reminder that the Lord is with me and I yeah. am not doing this by myself. Right. Right. And I'm I'm just grateful for that. And it. It fires me up yeah. to be quite honest, you know, yeah. like even right now I'm like, yeah, go tell the world about him. Right. That's what I got to right. do. You know, why would I close my mouth? He's right there. Right. And I think I would, I would kind of want to tag onto what you were saying is you said the statement that we were reminded that we're not alone, mm -hmm. that we don't do life alone, that yeah. we need other people that if, if, if you're struggling with, with fear of anything yeah. and, and being really fearful, um, because we know scripture tells us we haven't been given a spirit of fear. Yes. Right. The Holy Spirit empowers us. The yeah. Holy Spirit encourages that so when we abide in him and we're close to him, that principle of abiding 
in Christ, when Jesus talks about it in John 15, is the same principle mm-hmm. that David is writing about in the 23rd Psalm. Yeah. That, no, we've got to be close in proximity to him. Right. And a part of that is also with God's people. And sometimes, you know, that can be hard and we're afraid of that. We're going to get into one of those fears about relationships on, on an upcoming podcast, yeah. but that we, we don't have to do this alone. And some God, sometimes God's vehicle of helping us to not feel alone is by using other people. Yeah. And so when we think about this issue of fear of death, death comes with it, this principle of loneliness or this principle of, you know, I'm all alone. And, th- yeah. and that's what the devil wants to do and, and to get us alone and to, get us afraid of these things. And I just, you know, as we get close to the end of this podcast, I want to read this verse because it's such a great reminder. It's, it's out of Hebrews or I'm sorry, out of Romans six, Romans six, five says for, if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. I love that passage because it's, I think of it this way. It's similar to the, to the valley of shadow, the walking through this valley, mm-hmm. the shadow of death is in this world. We are kind of immersed in the broken and sin of this world, the death, yeah. and we're united with him in that death. Mm-hmm. And, and of course he's going to talk about baptism in that chapter, but, but I want us to think about that. We're walking through this world as foreigners, as, as aliens, as ambassadors, as we go through this world, as his disciples. Yeah. And, I love what you said earlier. Our fear is fear that somebody else around us would experience death without Christ. And this reminder that we have that hope because of the resurrection. And so maybe, Lori, that principle of hope, I think that absolute certainty of Christ, not just, gosh, I hope this. No, it's a certainty that we have in Christ is how we can overcome a fear of, of death. Yeah, And so maybe just... Um, share with, with, with the listeners uh, uh, just a word of hope. If they're wrestling with, gosh, I'm afraid of dying. Yeah. What's the hope that you would give to them? The hope is Christ. He is our hope. Yeah. And, you know, oftentimes when we're singing together um, on a Sunday morning in particular, uh, but we're singing songs that say, holy, holy, holy. Man, I think about how the angels are singing holy, holy, holy as well. And how that is something like those, <laughs> I was about to say three words, but they're all the same word. Um, we just repeat it. <laughs> but that brings me so much joy to sing. Even in times, like oftentimes I will think about loved ones that I have lost. Yeah, And I am given comfort by the Lord, by the Father, um, when I am singing to him when I am singing that he is holy um, because that's a song that we're going to sing forever is declaring his holiness. And it just brings me so much comfort. And there is hope in that knowing also that this life is it. It's, it's not, it's not eternal. This one that we're living right here, you know, from day to day worrying about all of the things and all of the, the to-do list and, it's not going to be this way forever. Right. And it's going to be even better than we can even imagine. And I think that honestly is one of the reasons that thinking thoughts of heaven can be so difficult for people and and shifting that perspective from 
um, fear to, to hope um, is difficult because we cannot fathom it because none of us have experienced it. Like you said, it's the unknown. There's this yeah. fear of this unknown. Um, but I cling to and I stay anchored in the Lord and the truth of his word. And once again, abiding in the Lord and making sure that I've got people around me that are doing the same, that we can lift each other up and hold each other accountable and remind each other of these truths. Um, that keeps me going. Yeah. So, and, and keep my perspective, right. Yeah. You know, that eternal perspective instead of what is here and what is present right now. Yeah. I don't even know if I answered your question. I, I, I think so. The, <laughs> the hope, the hope. And that's what I would close with is we can look at such a big and daunting principle of death in this life with the same kind of hope that David had the same kind of hope that Paul writes about in Romans six is if we're in Christ, we have a hope in him that we can trust in him and absolute certainty in a, yeah. in, in a everlasting, in a life, in eternal life. And if you're listening today and, and you're wondering, or you're going, I, I don't know that I have that. My hope and prayer for you would be to, to pursue Christ, to come yeah. to Christ, to find Jesus, to, because he's there and he knocks, and he's looking and, and he's the one that provides that hope for you. And so it's just, I'm, I'm hoping for everybody that you are reminded of that hope yeah. that we have in Christ. And if you do wrestle with that fear of death, that, that we don't have to live in that place because of what Jesus has done. Well, God bless you all. Um, I know today is a heavy topic and, uh, Lori, I appreciate your perspective. And, um, and again, I'm grateful. We are very grateful yes. for everybody that's listened and, and, um, benefited from this podcast. So God bless you all. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Get Real Podcast today. My hope each and every week is that you're able to take the content, apply it to your life, that it becomes more of who you are and less of what you do, and that we live an intentional life together. If you're interested in supporting the work of ministry here at Real Life Texas, we'd like to invite you to do that by going to reallifetexas.org slash give and supporting us today.